Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fitness Roundtable. I'm Pat Hennigan of pathennigan.com and jacksfitacademy.com. I'm Henry of henryhoss.com. He has yet to prove that, so we pardon if that's an imposter. <laughs> um, so Henry and I are big fans, if you've listened to the podcast, of just kind of what we'll term getting after it, quote-unquote, as in learning how to work hard, learning how to make fitness a habit as opposed to a punishment and making it a part of your life before you hammer down some ultra-specific style of training or philosophy or anything. But that being said, today we're going to dig into a little bit of the next step, which is once you make fitness a part of your life and a habit, to go on to a more specific program, either finding one or designing it yourself. So how would you define programming? Programming is basically just planning out your workout before you go and do it. And you can plan out your program like a day in advance, a week in advance, a month in advance, or like some people do it years in advance. Yeah. And I mean, depending on how serious you are about it, you can really get down to the details of like each workout, you know exactly how much weight, exactly how many reps, sets, you know, the exercise you're doing. How long your breaks are. Some people even... How long your shorts are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And some people even do it like rest period. People go crazy. That's more like powerlifting and like high-end bodybuilders who are that... Or like Olympics. Insane about it. Yeah. I mean, one of the the drawbacks to programming like two years out with like some Olympic coaches do is that like, you know, you could get... You could sprain your ankle the next day. Yeah. And then you have to rewrite like... Or just not want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Or you're just like... Nah. Yeah, that guy, he, uh, he retired. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 16 hours writing a two-year program for him. <laughs> every workout. Every workout. <laughs> so, do you have a programming philosophy? <laughs> I, I used to. Currently, my programming philosophy is um, do upper body on upper body days and lower body on lower body days. But sometimes I do lower body on upper body days and upper body on lower body days. I think so. we need to cancel the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean, in regards to the actual uh, structure. actual structure of those workouts, no. Yeah, <laughs> I basically just show up and say, "What sounds good today?" Yeah. Uh, what about you? Um, I I very much agree with the first part. I'll do whatever I feel like that day, as long as I try and even out the number of leg days and arm day and upper body. Actually, no, I tend to do three upper body days a week and two lower body days a week. And it's, like you said, it's just whatever I feel like doing that day. And then inside of those individual workouts, it's really just two workouts. And they're simple. You know, simple, just squatting, deadlifting, and a couple single leg things until I don't feel like doing it anymore. I don't even even count reps or sets anymore. I'll pick a number of reps I want to do. Like, all right, today I'll go like three to five. And the weight I lift will be dependent on that. And it's really just all based on how I feel, but we've also been doing this for a long time, so we don't have the benefit of just kind of, you know, when you start, it's all very confusing because you read bodybuilding sites that say you need to do three sets of 10 to 12 reps, and you read strength-based websites that say, no, do 10 sets of three to five reps. And I feel like a lot of people get bogged down in those details and don't know where to start, what even what lifts to program. So I guess what, do you have a, a philosophy for what lifts you program? Do you try and make it as complicated as possible? Well, so when I was first starting out, 
and I was lifting in the basement, my basement, which so was one of my buddies. 15, 16? Yeah, 15, 16, when I was like, all right, I did my first workout, time to get some supplements. All the uh, supplements. <laughs> so, I, you know, I basically just worked out like an idiot. I yeah. Did, like, chest day was awesome, and I would just do like... And it was five days a week. Yeah, like 19 <laughs> sets of bench press. Like, dude, this is going to be so good. And then... Uh, did some ugly squats on some yeah the, the quarter squats right right but like you know like i went on bodybuilding.com and got my sweet program well one of the downloaded the free arnold in 12 weeks program or something like that i don't even yeah. remember what it was exactly it was something like that it's stupid and it's just like like all over the place you know way too many sets way too many yeah reps. every exercise that i could think of like every just, kind of raise for your shoulders right. you're like let me just kill it in the gym every day yeah <laughs> And, Why am I uh, so tired and yeah. <laughs> like, I can't uninterested sleep. in everything? <laughs> Every body part hurts. <laughs> uh, so that was that was horrible, and I basically didn't make progress for like. Two How long years. did oh, you say? What was that like? Sophomore, junior year of high school kind of thing. I, that was exactly it. Sophomore, yeah. junior. Actually, I, I did start doing P ninety X freshman year. Nice. It was good. It's good time. That's been out for that long, I guess. Hey, good for them. Good for yeah. him. Good for Tony. Good for Tony, the former washed up stand up comedian. And he was a he was a mime. Are you? He's a street mine. Really? Yeah, in LA. Wow. How old is that dude? He's, he's got to be like, I'm pretty sure he started his fitness crew when he was like 38. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just hey, good for him, crazy. I guess. Yeah, no, good for him. Uh, so then I decided that I wanted to do powerlifting. Which is kind of the complete opposite of that. Yeah, it's the complete <laughs> opposite. It's like do as little as possible. Yeah. Like don't even move. Yeah. Most days. Um, so... I went to some dude, some older dude who's a trainer who my dad knew, and he was like, "Yeah, just do like five exercises, and just for like, each body part." No, just in, or just, just in whole, general, literally like five yeah. exercises. I agree more with that than the first part. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, and then uh, where was he at? Like a regular gym, or was it like an actual powerlifting gym? He had like a little studio, mm-hmm. but he had been like a powerlifter, well, like right in your hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he was like, "All right, for three weeks, you do seven reps." Then for three weeks, you do five reps. Then three weeks, you do three reps. And then you start all over again. And I was like, this, I was like, no, it's not going to work. It's way too simple. Yeah. And this guy's an idiot. He's yeah, been doing it for he, 45 years. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> so then I did it for nine weeks and I gained. I like guess you got super strong. I gained like a hundred, uh, probably a hundred pounds on my squat. Yeah. Uh, like 20 pounds on my bench press. And then. 60 pounds of my deadlift. And I'm assuming like with all this, you gained muscle as well. Yeah, I gained like 10 pounds. Yeah. I was the heaviest I've ever been. Yeah. I was. I got some chubby cheeks too. Good. good Which time. cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, I didn't even start lifting until I was like 21 or 22. Seriously? I, yeah, I played soccer. You don't. We didn't even touch the weight room in high school. Right, because it soccer. slows I mean, you down, right? Well, I think just, I mean, so my coach was also my dad's coach. My dad is at that age. I am my age. Right. You know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we didn't we didn't touch the weight room once. I did crew right. in the off season. We would touch the weight room for, like, pull-ups and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think – I don't think I ever touched the weight in high school in an organized fashion. Obviously, I went down a couple times. But, right. you know, when I was 21, 22, I was, like, 135 pounds soaking wet. I was a – like, I was a string bean. You were killing it. Like, the definition of a string bean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I always, yeah, when I first started, I didn't even really understand the concept of programming. Right. Because I wasn't coming from an academic background. I was kind of just like, all right, 
do upper body every day if you want your upper body to get bigger. <laughs> um, and I wasn't strong and I wasn't, you know, I would do three sets of eight to 10 on everything or whatever and way overestimate how much I could lift and do three reps and feel really embarrassed and yeah. just stop the rest of the I'm sets. Done. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, but ever since then, I mean, that lasted not long at all, like six to eight months. Okay. And so I was like, hey, this isn't working. Right. What do other people do? So I just started talking to people in the gym, like okay. people who were bigger and stronger than I was and did yeah. it for a long time and not even like a picking their brain, just became friends with them and just saw what they did and started doing that. Yeah. And I've been doing the same thing ever since, but other than just trying different, I mean, I, you know, I like to try different things just for the hell of it, just right. to see how my body reacts to it. Right. But I've always been on the simple side, you know, and it's like, if I have... I was out for a while. I was very wary to do a lot of shoulder work because my left shoulder, like ligament damage from, I don't even know what from what, Yeah. but I have ligament damage like right behind my left trap where it connects to my neck. Okay. And I went and got an x-ray for something unrelated. The doctor was like, Hey, your <laughs> ligaments really fucked up. What happened to you? And all I can think of is it's like a header in soccer or a yeah, collision yeah, of something. Been, must have been something like that. So I was very wary to do anything overhead. Yeah. And, but therefore my shoulders are my weakest body part. So right. that's a new inclusion like actually hammering down the overhead press but other than that, I, i've always been in regards to everything just simplicity yeah i like simplicity i feel like it works the best for me and even with diet when i get into too complicated right macros it doesn't do shit for me you know right, right, so right. i think simplicity in general is just we do more than we need in regards to everything yeah. especially in the gym no, and I, especially I, newcomers i agree yeah so, I mean, like you see a lot of people start, they think they have to do all these different things that they see in, you know, muscle and fitness or men's health. And a lot of it is just, well, they've been, those magazines have been around for 30 years. They just need right. to fill space at this point because right, they can't right. tell you you need to, hmm. you know, learn basic human movement patterns and then add weight to them for yeah. 30 years. You know, that, yeah, that yeah. that's one 70 page book. That's not right. 600,000 pages worth of magazine. Right, right. And a lot of, and especially with, um, you know, most people who, when they first start working out, are either in, like, their apartment gym or, like, a, a big box gym, not, like, a CrossFit-type place, where the machinery is stupidly complicated. Right. And, I mean, I they're just glorified paperweights, a lot of them. People feel like they right. need to use them, and if not, do, like, that same thing with a free weight kind of thing. Um, so, what would you say the perfect thing to do for a beginner, like, a straight-up, like, me at 21, you at 15... If someone came to you and were like, hey, I've never lifted weights, I want to lift weights, I'm only going to do exactly what you tell me to do. Right. What do you think would be the perfect starting point or even the perfect program? Because, I mean, I think we could actually say that because it's going to be stupidly simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, like, obviously, the whole philosophy is to keep it simple. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it depends what people want. You know, not everyone wants to be big, strong powerlifter. Yeah. Um. What about just say like it's like a, a kid who's like, hey, I just want to put on a little bit of muscle so I feel more confident in myself at the beach or yeah. at the bubble party at the EDM raves <laughs> that the kids do nowadays. <laughs> uh, I would say you need to pick like, like I would say max six to eight exercises. Yeah. Max. And just so. Are you including like accessory work in there? Like, like dumbbells? What, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. So like when you say I'm going to let you have. Hey, hey, little dude, I'm going to let you have six exercises. Okay, now you have to be really picky about the ones that you let into your program, right? Yeah. So you're not going to pick um, little foo-foo exercises because now, like, if you pick two foo-foos, 
then you only have you're four. wasting a whole quarter of your ex- of your right, program. Right. So you're gonna pick exercises that give you a big bang for the buck. Yeah. And those are the ones that you should be practicing. Multi joint compound movements. Right. As, right. As we call them. <laughs> as we scientists call them. Uh, so start simple, and then start with a simple set and rep scheme. Yeah. So like the the one that I did was three sets of seven for three weeks, three mm-hmm. sets of five for three weeks, three sets of three for three weeks. And every week you go up five pounds yeah. in the lift. So you start easy and then by the end of nine weeks you're doing it you're doing a really challenging weight. Yeah. So I mean that, that's the concept of progressive overload. Yeah. That you know you just want to constantly be changing in this case the weight right. on the bar. In some cases it would right. be the reps, but you right. always want to be increasing your work level. Right. So you will adapt to that both, exactly. you know, yeah. aesthetically and performance-wise. So yeah. what, um, lost my train of thought. What about beginning conditioning? Conditioning is tough. Um, cause, cause you can get really specific. Yeah. And you could also be super general. What if it's for, like I said, for the same kid who just is, has no... It doesn't say he wants to bench press 315 pounds, doesn't have any digs on, you know, perform on exceeding in a sport, just wants to look a little bit better, wants to get a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. Yeah, dude, that's, honestly, I think conditioning is your, is your chance to just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, and get that nice endorphin rush. Yeah, like, you know, do some ropes, do some, like, you can do jumping jacks, you can do, yeah. uh, I always just tell people to buy a jump rope and make that thing your friend. Yeah, jump you know, rope. It's because it's fun. It's you're not gonna you know worry about burning too much muscle like you would right. if you ran 26 miles every other day. You could do some tricks and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's you can take it anywhere with you. Right. And in winter, when you can't run outside, you can jump rope in your living room. Right. And yeah. they're cheap. Or like buy a, buy a heavy bag and pretend that you're a UFC fighter or something like that. Go ahead, go into your basement and the heavy bag. Yeah, heavy bags are fantastic. Yeah. Just buy the right gloves. Yeah. Just do like, you know, like make right? it fun, right? Especially condition, condition. Yeah, you said conditioning is your chance to just make it fun. Especially because, like in the beginning, you should be on a boring weightlifting program. Yeah, just so that you're not overthinking it. Yeah, and you're just getting the benefit. So, what does your current your current program look like? What does your upper body day look like? Do you say today's push day, today's pull day, or do you just do the whole? I just do everything. So I do. Um, I mean, I still keep it basic with the exercises. You know, yeah. I'll do. I have like three different bench press variations that I'll do. Well, like I'll incline, do. regular, and close grip or something like that? Yeah, exactly. And then I'll do um, some like pull-ups, chin-ups, mm-hmm. lat pull-downs. And then I'll do like dumbbell rows, cable yeah. rows, something like that. Um, Got to throw some arms in there. Yeah, just obviously. You have to. There's a curl <laughs> bar right behind you in my living room. That's right. <laughs> and then like lower body is just like, some single leg lower body exercise. I do like weighted step ups yeah. and split squats. I feel like for most people, at least men, your legs respond pretty well to any kind of weighted stimulus. Like your legs are going to oh, put yeah. on size oh, yeah. regardless of how hard you push them or, you know, right. how much you squat. Right. So, which, which is kind of nice. I can always be on the back burner. Yeah. You should still do it and work yeah. hard at it, but it's not... And a lot of guys don't have bugaboos about their legs. Right. Like, how many clients have come to you and said, like, I want my legs to get bigger? I think I've had one male client (laughs) in the history of training. (laughs) I need bigger quads. Yeah. No, no one's one's said that. I said it to myself every day. (laughs) 
Damn but I'm also a soccer it, player. Legs. I have to wear short shorts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what do you do? Um, oh, my program is stupidly simple, but it's for me, it's stupidly effective. Um, so three days a week, two days a week, Monday and Friday, I'll overhead press. Um, obviously, one of those days will be the heavy day. Mm-hmm. One day will be a light day. So the heavy day, I'll work my way up to whatever, you know, whatever the weight is. Um, and we'll end up doing a couple sets of two or three reps. And then we'll do another set at lightweight just to get like a really lactic acid buildup. Um, and then I'll do a ton of rowing. And it mostly just ends up being just two exercises. It mostly ends up being either an overhand pendlay row or an underhand, um, what's that guy's name? The one where you only come to your knees. Um, that body, Yates row. Yates. And then I have a landmine with the, uh, with the T-bar set up and I just do that until I feel like my workout's over. And then I'll finish with lateral raises and front raises. I mean, it's, what was that, four exercises? Maybe. I can't, I can't count. Yeah. And then <laughs> lower body day, I'll, I'll squat for however long I feel like. And then I'll do a couple sets of trap bar deadlifts. And then I'll do a couple sets of Bulgarian split squats. And that's it. Yeah. And then the one day on, uh, it tends to be Wednesday, just because I don't want to overhead press every day and mm-hmm. put myself at risk for any type of injury at all. Um, I'll do basically just a ton of rows and some curls. And really just the same three variations of rows, just two different variations of the barbell row, right. the landmine, and then a bunch of curls with the bar, and then a couple things with bands for my triceps, but right. stupidly simple. And then I do the other two workouts again, just with different weight schemes. Right. So like I said, I've, it's that's how I've kind of how I've always worked out too. I mean, there are points when you, when I stupidly overcomplicated it for no reason. Yeah. Really, just for no reason at all, just because I right. felt like I had to. Right, right. You know, because you read stuff that people are putting out, and it's like this crazy, complicated subject. I got to yeah. keep up with this yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I it's it is just like we talked about with social media. It's it's all the information's out there, and the good thing about the age we live in now is that everyone and everything has a voice. Right. And the bad part about living in this age is that everyone and everything has a voice. So things get very complicated. We get information overload. And we tend to forget that the exercises that have been around for the longest time have been around for the longest time for a reason. Right, right. You know, I mean, it, it, it works. even if you look at this stuff, I mean, I can't even think of anything that's been invented in the last 10 years that, that exercise-wise, even, even like equipment-wise, I mean, like, I guess like yeah. the pop, like, I mean, kettlebells have been around forever, but people forever. think they're new. CrossFit has basically been around forever, but people yeah. think it's new and they don't even use any fancy equipment, you know? <laughs> nah, they use less. Yeah, I, exactly. And I, I can't think of anything i mean it's just stick to the old good stuff but what what would you say is the bottom line for a beginner uh once well obviously like we talked about in the beginning once you make it a habit to go to make it a part of your daily life like you're going to go regardless is keep it simple um don't do anything you find in a magazine really if you're looking (laughs) for a program online look for someone that is like a right not not one of these bullshit celebrity fitness people who you go on their page and it's just them in their underwear, you know, flexing and stuff. Like, have it be a person who it's mostly testimonials is somewhat of a regular person right. and seems like they care. Right. You know, I mean, I, to be honest, I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend online coaching anyway unless it's with Henry or I. Um, That's right. That's right. Yeah, just, I mean, simple. Find, if you want to even make it even easier instead of having upper body 
day and then having to figure out what you do. Call it push day, call it pull day. One day you bench press, the next day you row. Right. One day you squat, the next day you deadlift. It's, right. it's not that hard. What about your advice for a beginner? I mean, it's same thing. Just keep it really simple. You know, I, like you can go online and pull up a simple program. Yeah. Like a five five by five program. And I'm sure you have that. simple stuff for free on your website. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do yeah, too. Yeah, it's, yeah you, you can like shoot me an email or anything like that. Yeah. And I'll just send you. It's like super simple. Yeah. Um, so you just do a simple program and you have to make sure that you're not putting more effort into getting your program yeah. than you are into actually doing the work in the weight room. Yeah, I would say the more you're thinking in the gym, the worse your program is. Right, right. Keep it simple and then... Just, just make sure you're constantly adding some form of volume, whether that be the weight or the reps. Right. Preferably weight. Right. Yeah. Anything you want to end on other than that? That's it. I think we pretty much summed up programming, so that's all you need to know. We'll see you next week.